Um, hey guys. Uh, so this podcast, I guess, is gonna be a little bit different. Um, I'm gonna say I'm a lot in this. I'm sorry, I didn't write anything down, which probably would have been better considering the sort of what this podcast is going to be, um, what this episode is going to be. Um, but I wanted to be more regal, more real, um, considering what this is about. Um, obviously, I've been away from this podcast for a while. Um, stuff with being in the Navy and stuff of that nature. Um, and I actually recently made a video on my YouTube channel the other day about coming back, thinking I'm coming back. And uh, I had some ideas um, about people I want to talk to. Um, actually, one of them was that I wanted to talk to, I hadn't messaged him yet, but was my head coach, Cameron Smith, because I had this idea to talk about how wrestling can make life in the military a little bit easier, stuff that you're dealing with in it. And uh, he, was in the, he was in the Army, and so I thought he'd be a good person to talk to about it. And I hadn't messaged him yet, but then Thursday, I was just about to message him about it, asking if he wanted to. And then um, it was posted that um, my coach, Kieran Smith, when when I was wrestling in high school, had uh, passed away suddenly and uh, unexpectedly. And... Uh, so I guess what this episode is going to be about is just I'm moral to him and everything he taught me. Um, I'm going to talk about him, how long that takes, how much time that takes, so have you. Um, I was going to write down stuff for this because I also didn't want it to be good. But again, like I said, I want this to be very real and very true too all of it and um so I've been doing a lot of reflecting um you know relationship with your coach um I search will say at adolescent age um is very influential um they're big mentors to you um they're almost like fathers to you in a way so obviously I had a very close relationship with him and um, I bleed for wrestling. I mean, I wouldn't make this podcast if that wasn't very true. So this this is going to be a hard one for me to make, obviously. Um, but I feel like he deserves it. And I, I feel like I just want to do it to talk about my relationship with him. Um, and, and my relationship didn't end when, you know, my wrestling career ended with, with him. You know, I ended up becoming... I did a lot of volunteer coaching with them. Um, did some freelance journalism, helped with the scheduling, and a lot of sort of manual stuff. Um, so we're always talking, you know, through. And actually, the most recent time I talked to him was, I believe, June. We're talking about, you know, the upcoming schedule. My tech, my old team, they had done amazingly well the past year. He had loved them very well. Um, you know, this past year was their best year ever and, and um, under him as a program. They had their first New England champion. They had their first um, All-American. They had two state champions. They had an All-State champion. They took 
third at Division Two West Sectionals, third at D two States, fourth at All States. Um, and this is and then second at State Vocationals. They won Big Red. They took like fifth at Little Holidays. Um, this one oh they took second at Marymount Duels and they beat Natick. I think they were Natick's only dual meet loss all year, and it was on tiebreaker criteria something like that so it was an amazing season for them he had a very good season and you know he should, they, they, he should be proud of that he did a very good job with them this year and you know I'm proud of him for that and as he had been uh, proud of me in a lot of things um and so I I hope he you know I, I posted I run the Twitter and the Instagram pages for my tech um, I posted about him recently, and there is an amazing outpouring support for him, and I hope he's seeing that, showing how much impact that he had on the Massachusetts wrestling community. He had a lot more than I think even he realizes, and I'm, it's really nice to see because he, he was one of the good ones. So as, uh, I believe, um, James Gray, Algonquin's coach, said, um, I have to say, who tweeted that at our sort of, informational piece um to say that but he was he was one of the good ones so I guess I'll start this with um when I first met him and I'll go on from there and just sort of our relationship um I guess I'll tell stories like people tell at a bar and uh I will say I have one little thing written not written down but it's sort of a monologue that I have in my head that we'll say at the end um but we'll get to that because right now we're at the sort of free falling part um anyways so it was our where I met him um I was 14 I had uh been going to I when I was in 8th grade I wrestled for Lemster Youth and then I started going to Brookhouse Wrestling Club, which I don't think exists anymore, if I had to guess, um, the summer before, um, my freshman year of wrestling, and I was doing good, um, I should probably know a little bit better, that, that's neither here nor there, um, but I do remember the first time I met him, and, we yeah, were doing, um, pummeling exercises, and just stuff, um, my freshman year, of uh, high school um, sort of training and he comes up to me and doing sit-ups and he says oh, have you, have you, this is my first conversation I remember and he goes oh, hey, you've done this before haven't you and I go yes and he said I, I asked him how did he know and he says I, I, I can just tell um, and uh, I don't know why that's I, that sticks out to me a lot or why I remember that I guess probably we remember most of our first interactions with people probably because I was not a very confident person and I guess for me that built in and and sure that is something that has kept on to now me as a 25 year old man um but he always did work very hard to help me instill confidence in myself and I appreciate that a lot I guess it's my first thank you coach uh, for that I learned a lot of lessons from over the years but and I'll get to those too um, and he learned a lot, taught a lot of people a lot of things. Um, so, um, but 
I just remember that clearly because it built a lot of confidence in myself. And I didn't have a great freshman year, but um, he did make it a point to me, like, have more confidence in myself, believe myself. I was definitely better than I thought I was kind of thing. Um, I just had to wrestle and uh, just go out there and do it. Um, and not be sort of overzealous. And uh, that was something that, and my freshman year wasn't great, but he was like very much like, remember you're, you're new, you're you're young to this, you're always you're gonna grow, and that's something that's another great lesson that I I got from him that you know you can carry on into life. You can't be great at anything when you're just starting out, and uh, that's definitely something that I have a tough time with, but it's it's definitely easy. It's something I I. He was one of the first guys to really teach me that. Um, and uh, so remember that you're learning. And you know that's something I've carried on into, you know, my careers now. Um, and just remembering that it's, when it's something new, it's supposed to be scary. And it's supposed to be hard. But that's kind of the fun of it is improving and don't get down on yourself when you're not great at it right away and that's why we do it that's why we work is to get good if we were great at everything right away why would we do it kind of thing um but yeah and then i remember um my the, the summer and fall before my sophomore year of wrestling I um I started with Doughboys and started wrestling with them at Mass Wrestling. You know, big wrestling Mass Wrestling Club, probably the biggest one now in Massachusetts. And I come back and I was doing pretty good at the beginning, but then it became apparent like how much I was overthinking stuff. And I this is just something that I wanna say, like talk about the story because I laugh, but I tell a lot of people this story. Um is one time I practiced he made me like wear a blindfold so I would just start feeling the moves and I wouldn't think about it and it did help and I wish I could have just done that during every match because probably I would have but again the way I wrestled was very outside not in the tie up so I digress maybe not but again also not really relevant but um I do it did make me just, it makes me laugh and kind of grin to think back on it's a good memory good thing that I have with my coach um, and I don't, that's the thing, mess, uh, I think that it was his constant prevailing message to me throughout was, uh, throughout that I'm, that out of all the things, stories, he, things he taught me or tried to teach me that I'm still learning today is don't think too much. You always overthink. And yeah, I still do that today. Uh, maybe I'm just an anxious person, but I, uh. That's what I'm still working on, Coach. But I'm getting there. Um, and then I got hurt my sophomore year. Um, a lot of people got hurt. That was a tough year for us as a team, I think, for him as a coach because we had a pretty solid team that was, like, one of his better so, – because a lot of times the issues for him as a coach wasn't that the talent wasn't there, that coaching wasn't there. It was – the numbers weren't there, you know. Wrestling is one of those. Wrestling, you know, football. You need eleven men. 
basketball you need five men wrestling you need 14 men um at different weights and so it's, it's hard to find that um especially like in the program we had we could have half that sometimes and i think we were i don't know if we were fully if we had all the weight class that year we might have missed missed some of the lower weights they were missing some of the lower weights that year but um i digress then so he got so we got hurt a lot of people got hurt that year um that was i think tough for him as a coach but i do remember clearly he uh him kind of just like saying like just get healthy and saying like he was tough started to lose um and then junior came back with like I I do remember um, a message. Actually, we'll say I'll say this story too, before. I get to like my junior sort of time with him. Um, I do remember I did, I got like third, in this off season tournament that like. Isn't this great off season tournament? But it was a very big, sort of because I've been having a tough off season that year. I've been working hard to get better. Um, and, like, I needed to do good my junior year because I had done so poorly my sophomore year compared to what I was supposed to do um, with all the work I had, like, put in the offseason and stuff. So I was in the offseason. And, like, the last tournament before, I, like, placed. Um, and I was, like, pretty happy with that. And then I, like, I remember messaging him, like, hey, coach. I kind of, like, I want to say facetiously, more like mischievously or like goofily, like, hey, hey, coach, like, you proud of me? Like, about like placing, and he was just kind of like, yeah, like, I'm always proud of you, but it, it's good confidence boost for you. And again, I think he was somebody that knew very well, like, how little confidence I had in myself and needed to sort of do that. Again, another one I think I'm learning, coach, but uh, I'm getting there. Um, Yeah, so then going to my junior year, we had this new t- great good freshman coming in. We had a lot of good kids. It was supposed to be a good year, and I, 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 for me, I think that was my best year. Um, people might say statistically my senior year was my best, but um, that was like really fun um, year with him. And one that sticks out to me a lot is I remember going to state folks, and I've been having a really tough time at that moment. Um, at that time, going to the State Book Tournament, just, like, not, I was not doing well wrestling. I was just kind of, like, stuck in my own head. And then I lost my first match, and then I go out there, and I, like, tech the second kid. And he comes up to me, he's like, who are you? And I'm like, I'm Dennis fucking Begley. And, <laughs> and he's just like, all right. And just kind of smiles at me. And then I ended up, I ended up placing that tournament. Um, I like came back to place. Um, yeah, that was like, that was just like I just remember that conversation, kind of laughing. I like that. I like that story. Um, that year, I do remember, I got most improved, and he like had this little speech, like, you know, he's uh, he's come a long way. Tell me like how like he was just like really proud of like how far I've come. And I was just like. I appreciate it. I smile. 
Still have that plaque, Coach. I mean, I have both. I have the plaque and the MVP trophy I got my next year, my senior year. Um, senior year, I think I butt, we butted heads a lot just because I was carrying so much weight and I was mad and I was so... I was too much. I was almost ultra focused on doing well that like I kind of became a jerk, and he was trying to get me to like not. Again, I think not think too much and, and just wrestle and and know that like and just wrestle completely and not try, and try not to just wrestle to lose. Try to wrestle to win. Um. And there's a lot of stuff that happened during the year, and you know, I was the captain. This is part of this. this. Is a very close relationship between a coach and his captain that like, anybody that was that has been a captain kind of knows, um, especially because like. I was I wasn't the only captain, but I was the only captain that wrestled for him for all four years. So like, he knew me much more than the others and so like when I won MVP he gave the big um like I won co-MVP with my my co-captain but he uh he gave like a really good speech about it that I was like very happy for um before I get to the end of my senior year I totally forgot um my junior year I remember I gave him the medal to put on I would give him my medals to like put on for me and like I think that was like really special to him and it was really special for me and uh, and I, I, I did it again. My senior was like, oh, get out of here. Because he knew it would get emotional. And I was a very emotional person. I think that was also um, a very big thing with us. Um, was we were both very emotional people. And so we related to each other a lot in that way. Um, yeah. Gonna miss him. And I'll probably say that a lot throughout this. I'm not done yet. Um... But I think he knew as soon that I was I was gonna be back. I wasn't ever gonna be done with that program because that's what both wrestling and what that program meant to me. Um, I just wanted to um, do a lot for them. So, um, you know, they... Uh, so then, um, yeah, I remember after that, he's like, oh, yeah, we'll see you again. We'll win. Still, you'll see me again. Don't worry. And then, um, yeah, going to my, and then my freshman year of college, come back after the off season, or not the off season, I come back uh, for Christmas break, come to see, see the team, see how they're doing. Comes up, I, I, uh, he just comes up, he says, I forget what he said to me, but before this, but then he's just like, hey, it's good to see you. I was like, it's, it's good to be here, coach. Um, and yeah, I never stopped calling him coach. I'm just realizing that now. Um, throughout all the time I knew him, I never stopped calling him coach. He, when I talked to him, um, yeah. So, just something interesting, something I just realized. Um, I guess that's just how it goes. Um, but yeah, and then he was doing some off-season work 
after my freshman year of college, trying to get the, the team sort of to get out there. And it was a lot easier if they had just roll out the mats in the off season and to get them in there and make sure that they would practice, have an off season program. Um, and so I uh, I would go to a lot of those, help out with the program. I didn't even. It was just kind of fun to roll around on that a little bit. We would talk. I'd gained a bunch of weight at that point. That was another thing that we always talked about whenever he saw me. It was either I was, I lost the weight. He was like, glad to see that I lost the weight or I gained a bunch of weight. And he was like, hey, you got to get back down. I was like, no, coach. Um, so. I'm going to be honest. Uh, as much as I try to paint this picture in this half an hour to hour time frame, uh, of our relationship and of his relationship with a bunch of people. Um, I, I just can't paint a full picture just cause in a, you know, in, I, I knew him for 11 years, 12 years. So it's in all the dialogue conversations we had and the relationship we had, I can only make a microcosm out of it. So I'm, I'm going to do my best, but, um, if it seems like I'm rambling or stuff, this is just, this is just, I'm just doing my best here. Um, I, uh, yeah, where was I going? Um, I'm not crying. I'm not gonna try the the emotions have already for that part. Um but I might get a little distracted just thinking about it. So sorry if I do. But um I start with the ums. Sound like Robert Chabosky here. But um <laughs> so it was freshman year, so then I started going to college. What did I do? So I didn't start be doing journalism then. I'm trying to think what the team was like my sophomore year in college. I I'm not gonna be honest. I I if I looked back, looked at the stats, I could probably and looked at what was going on there. I could probably remember a conversation a little better. I think I might have started helping out with the schedule at that point. Is it that year? Or the next year? I think I think it was that year. And that was actually a lot of fun. I, he was like, hey, I know you know a lot of people in the mass wrestling community and stuff like that. I was kind of known for being a mass wrestling nerd, which also that was a thing I should have brought up that I didn't in high school. That was a big, a big thing, too. It was like I was known for being this masswrestling.com nerd. And uh, so, that, like, they'd be like, oh, Money Talk 160, ha, huh, ha, huh. Mr. Blast Doubles, huh? And, but as much as they, they like to make fun of me or and then I was running the Twitter and the Instagram pages at that point uh, and we just kind of joke around and riff on each other it did give me a lot of contacts across the the New England so that I could kind of come like oh there's a tournament here oh uh, here's a dual meet these guys want to wrestle uh, here's a quad meet you guys want to go to so I started making that and I, I liked that because he sort of he knew I could help and I, it gave me sort of an opportunity to like Cause I know I think he knows how badly I want to coach and want to be part of it, or he knew how badly I wanted to coach and be a part of it, and so 
he sort of gave me the opportunity to be like, here you go, let's see what you can do. And uh, <laughs> it's kind of like All-American, if anybody's seen that, with a his name, Asher. He, like, he starts being a student coach for for football. They give him an assignment. I kind of think this was my assignment to see how I would do. And, uh, yeah, and then I kind of just kept doing that. And I didn't do it this past year that much because, uh, I mean, I did a little, but I was getting really busy with, with heading into the Navy. And so I was going to try to get back to it this year. And that was kind of what my last conversation with them was about. Um, so, yeah. Um, funny, I guess, how, how crazy busy life gets in one way or another. Um, yeah, so we were having a lot of conversation with that. And that was a lot of, that was really fun. I do appreciate him giving me sort of that opportunity. And I think I kind of blew it out of the water and just kept doing it. And then my junior year of college, I had gotten back to wrestling. I only did it for like one year. I think I wrestled six college matches in my lifetime. And that was that. And that was probably my biggest regret in college, but I digress. Um, then... But I was still having on with the schedule, and I'd come back in the offseason and kind of be like, yeah, this is what college wrestling is kind of like. Talk to that. I'll come out with that. We'd have conversations, and I think you just want to see how I was doing. And so the program, and I think my junior just started getting, they just got, um, we name dropped somebody right now, Isaac Paulino. My junior college, I believe they had just gotten him. Yeah, was it my junior year or my first senior year? Which year was it? I think it might have been my first senior year. Because I remember I was skinny when he won the state title. His first one. So I must have been fat when he was a freshman. It's bad that I can like t- sort of time like what time of life I was in. How fat I was. But... I digress, um, but yeah, and then my senior, I know my, my junior going to my, it was in my junior year, or going to my first senior year, I think it was going to my first senior year, I had started doing journalism on the side, so that had become a, no, yeah, so it was my, so he did come in my first, my first senior year, yeah, I'm pretty positive, yeah, my first senior year, he might, it might even be later than that, um, my second senior no I don't know um not really relevant uh but so we would have a lot of conversation with that and we could have a lot of conversation it was it was definitely interesting because it was a new sort of relationship I had with him being a journalist sort of wanting to sort of help his program in the press and sort of asking him deeper questions that weren't like on a personal level but like also There'd be a lot of stuff that was like off the off the record, on the record. It was interesting getting to sort of have a new relationship with him in that way. Um and so thank him for that. Um another thing I remember is and then whatever year Isaac Paulino did win his first state title, I remember I'd come with my 
she's my fiance at the time, now my wife. Um, he he says, yeah, like like he didn't see me, but then he recognized her, and he saw me. He's like, I was like, yeah, I had to be at this the first chance for the first state title. I'm on take straight. You know, I was kind of that, but I I just thought it was very uh, sort of wholesome that he noticed my wife. And he recognized her. Um, it was my fiance at the time. Um, I did appreciate that. Um, and then, you know, then I, then after that, the, the COVID year happened, and so that was, that was rough, and got to have a lot of conversation with that, especially journalism, and sort of everything was good during that, so, um, and that was, that was a weird year for me, because I wasn't making a schedule, I was for sure, because there was no schedule to make. Um, and then I wasn't doing really journalism, because I couldn't. And then, yeah, this next, was the, yeah, the year after the COVID year was the year they had the, the this it was this past year, this really good year, so I didn't really get to do any scheduling for that, because um, I was getting ready for the Navy, but I was just so proud, because uh, I was, I ended my time in boot camp like right before the season started for them. And then I started um, my A school, my tech school training, uh, like right as the season was starting. And it was like a nice like little reprieve on my Saturdays like, after a long week to be like, oh, like look how this team is doing. Because obviously I have a very soft spot for that team. And so to see that this was their best year and like, a lot of those kids that I had been, I'd sort of seen them grow up. Um, to you know, from boys to men, so to see them like <laughs> good band, uh, but sort of seeing them grow up, and he had too, and so like, and also he had grown up, you know, well, I guess we'd all grown up, so it was uh, you know, quite nice to see sort of that. I guess the fruits of his labor. It's nice to watch that. I don't know. Just, I really like that, and I was really excited to see this season. You know, we had two great seniors that sadly graduated this past year, um, but I was excited to see this season for him. And you know, um, we're gonna do a lot of, or I'm, we're gonna try to plan a lot of stuff for him this year. Um, you know, if I get back in the schedule making and stuff like that, so a couple ideas, and I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do whatever it takes, coach, to sort of get us on the board for you. So, um, yeah, I, uh, you know, I was kind of talking about, you know, him being like a parental mentor figure to a lot of us, and I guess I just kind of wanted to remember, I didn't really write down as much as I should have, but, you know, before I end this, I, uh, you know, I'm about to become a father. I have a son coming in the way. And uh I'm uh I'm learning how much it does take a village to raise a child. And I'm learning the village that it took to raise me and a lot of other people. And uh I'm learning the type of things that will take from a lot of people into raising my son. Um So, 
you know, I guess I wanted to just say, like, remember the people that Coach Smith got to teach a lot of things to, you know. There was, you know, Stoic Jen Shaver, who's now, I believe, he's an Army Ranger. There was um, talented Tyler Pop, who was, you know, I think he learned a lot about maturing through Smith and stuff like that. You had the genius Reed Billings, who I think he learned to, who was just also goofy, but learned to sort of balance things at times through through wrestling and through him. You have uh, uh, goofy Zach Bowers, you know, um, just kind of taught him a lot about, you know, nutrition and probably just getting, trusting yourself and just, you know, different relationship there. And then we got uh, Matt Applin, who obviously had a very good relationship with um, him as his father. Had a very good relationship with Coach Smith. Um, Kyle Wilson, they had a very good relationship. Um, taught him a lot. Um, Paulino brothers, the Natal brothers. Cooper Weeby, this team that he had just built from recently. All just all these guys. Um, you know. I mean, I didn't even think about it. Jared Scow and Dylan Savigny, these were guys that he coached and they weren't the best wrestlers, but they're great friends of mine. They were in my wedding. And so like I hope he gets to like think of that if you know, the relationships he also built with us. And not just with us, but help build between us as a team you know he always was teaching us bonding and helping us as a team there's no team like wrestling and I do remember learning that from him too like wrestling game there's no team like wrestling game now obviously because these are people I haven't talked to in years that I'm remembering and talking about in glowing remarks about how much I appreciate all of them so uh, you got RJ Farage who you know he sort of he obviously learned a lot from Smith and I, I can guarantee he would say that um you know um there's so many people. And, and of course, of course, I learned so much from him. I guess I'm going to end it on me. And, uh, no, I, I've been saying recently, you know, you always get told that after wrestling, everything in life comes easy. And, uh, I'll be honest, uh, I, becoming a father, I, this is the first time in my life I'm not sure wrestling has, a me for that but I will say that um, I'm remembering Smith a little bit more as I go down this path of becoming a father um, yeah uh, there's so many people also I want to mention that he talked about you know um one of the programs he did so much with Worcester Tech and Shepherd Hill and Coach Margaret and Coach Tambora um I spoke highly of you guys um so many people that like I couldn't obviously 
Chris and Rudy. I mean, there's so many people that I think he taught a lot to as both a coach and just as a friend, as a person. Um, thank you, coach. Thank you. Hello, guys. Good morning. Or good afternoon, Murray Yards. It's good morning here in sunny Southern California. But, uh, new season. This is season two. This is episode two of the Most Wrestling Story podcast. Before I get started, I'm going to have my old coach, Sean Augustine, on here, or more affectionately known as Coach Billy Bob, for those who know him. I'm here in a second. But before I get into that, I wanted to say a quick congratulations to my alma mater. Um, we do a lot of stuff with them, but Monty Sick Wrestling for taking runner-up at the Big Red tournament this past Saturday. Um, I know I might catch flag for it from my friends that listen to this, but you know, Monty Tech, they've been building for this for a while. And they, you know, they won it last year, and a lot of people thought, you know, maybe it was a fluke season, but to come in, get another trophy, and they were right behind Chelmsford, who's ranked, I think, 10th in New England right now. Um, shows I think they're gonna, they're here to stay for a little bit longer. So that was cool to see. I just want to wish them a quick congratulations before I got into it. Um, yeah, and there's a reason why I'm bringing uh, my coach on here. Um, and you'll see in a second. But just wanted to say that. And let's get into the episode. <laughs> 